Hi, I'm Harjot. And I'm Max. And this is our podcast. Have you been crying? Okay, Harjot, I'm going to ask you a series of questions and answers uh, need to be given on demand. Uh, okay. Okay, the first one. Hmm. Would you rather be cut open in front of your friends and family or demand self-respect? <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, demand self-respect? Would you rather refuse to feed a family of starving drifters or show your body with confidence? I, I'm gonna refuse the drifters, I'm sorry. This body's not ready yet. Would you rather be the cause of the extinction of baby pandas or live the life what? you feel you deserve? <laughs> um, God, how do I justify the life I deserve? Uh, save the baby pandas, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, take away women's rights or be celebrated for your achievements? <laughs> Why does it have to be one or the other? It's so extreme. Uh, let's take away women's rights. They're, they're slowly getting them back anyways. Uh, they, can, they can use this obstacle. So, out of a question, uh, out of four, you scored uh, four out of four on the scale of narcissism. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Having a narcissistic personality. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, well, if that's the test, I mean, like, who's not a narcissist? That's what I'm, it's like, exactly. do you want to live, or <laughs> do you want to be tortured and beaten until you're dead? Uh, I think good people want to be invisible. <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. It was. It was a bonus question. Oh my you god. failed. Yeah. It's see, on me. It is. Fuck. <laughs> All right, you're a good person. Hi. Hi, hi. How's it going? Good. I'm wearing glasses. I'm at my computer. I am sitting with uh, with ergonomic, uh, I don't know, <laughs> ergonomic uh, laptop holder. <laughs> now take so a picture cool. and caption it, podcast flow. Hustle, hustle, and flow. Yeah. What are you doing? I, I'm doing all right. I'm sitting at a desk where I'm like surrounded by post-it notes. I just mm. like I have um I've returned to you're... using post-it notes. Yeah. Post-it notes or, instead or of making also, digital notes to myself. Or you're also trying to catch a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is a string. There's a thumbtack for each post-it note, and with a string linking them all together. <laughs> She's waiting until it triangulates. It was always the husband. It was always the husband. I speaking of that, I just actually watched um, American Murder. What? You got married. (laughs) I I I got a husband. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I okay. Wicked. Okay, I want to watch it, but the thing is, spoiler alert: I already watched something. No, on um on YouTube, like it was like Uh. a seven. It was like a seventeen long minute of his interrogation and i was so fascinated it was so cool so i don't know it it is really interesting i thought like the first half and i'm like oh this is predictable i know what's gonna happen and then i was waiting for a plot twist because i'm like it can't be that obvious and then like there is like a a softer version of a plot twist towards the end just watch it it's really good it's it's interesting I'm I'm, I'm i'm into it all right well let's get into the show okay i'm into that too okay Bye. I don't know why I said bye. Okay, bye. Bye. But not bye. I'm never happy, it seems. But you put my heart at ease when it's crashing like the seas. I know I'm
Max, have you yes. ever been to a strip club? I've never. I've never had the desire. <gasps> never? No, I don't. Well, you know why? I think it's because I think I, I just assumed I could only go see naked mm-hmm. men. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. So I've I've not been interested. <laughs> I so I I have been um, just a handful of times. I would like to say for research purposes. I like the purposes. word handful to describe how many times. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> and, yeah, and then my hands were full <laughs> the whole time. Um, no, I, I actually. So it's it's not something that I do. It's not something that's common. It's I don't even. I, I it's hard for me to recall how I ended up in a strip club. I think it was like. <laughs> That's one not was good. <laughs> Drugs. One, one was definitely an after work excursion, and it was like done as like a fun thing. Like, hey, let's be stupid and like rowdy. And let's objectify. go to like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you yeah. know what would be fun to objectify what? women or men. Yeah. Let's go. I've got fistfuls of money or handfuls of money right now. There were little bowls filled with peanuts on on each yeah. table, and I was just like, I was I was awkward. It, it once we got inside, nobody was really talking, so I was just like, mm-hmm. should I? Out of habit, when I get really awkward or nervous at a party or when I have nothing to do, I reach for eat. food. So uh, I, I yeah, I, I I my hand went to the bowl, and I'm like, what are you doing? No, 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 this isn't the place to enjoy food. It's naked bodies and and, and horny people. Okay, and to like, pause this story. Yes. Uh, assumptions. I don't know if I can make an assumption. Did you see men, women? Was it a was it a, oh. a was it a queer friendly environment? Where were so we? So I, I I've been to both. This one was a straight. Um, it, it was one with naked women. Okay, you saw the with ladies, fem- female strippers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I've I've been to two, which is um like a why do I keep saying straight? It's just female strippers were featured. And yes. then in in the other one instance, there were um, it, it's funny because it's a mixed venue, but it was uh, like queer performers, like like ma- actually male performers. You don't know if they're gay or not, right? Right. right. But um, that that was a it was a queer venue. Um, oh, yeah. So okay, the reason why I want to talk about this yep. is because I actually I so I I think in comparison to you, I've painted myself out as a uh, strip club connoisseur of sorts, which I'm absolutely not. Yes, <laughs> I am not. No way. This is not my scene. It's it's it is weird um, how I ended up there, and it was just on random like one off thingies, and like uh, trying to have like a uh, fun night out. I don't know how exactly how I ended up there. That's okay. story for later. Let's, but yeah, we're fine. You, yeah, like, you don't have to lie. Go. Context, context, context. Um, but yeah, I actually find this the idea of enjoying what I will call like sexual entertainment. Is that fair? Sexual entertainment. I find that super weird for people to actually, for people who actually want to be there and and plan to be there. I'm I'm sorry if this sounds like a judgment. It's not. I just, just something that I have a hard time wrapping my head around is enjoying that among a group of friends because usually you, you know, sometimes I I know there are some guys go out as like lone wolves to like enjoy that entertainment after work or on their own. But um, yeah, like to go out with friends, it's like, it's so weird to me. It's like what I, I kind of liken it to like what I watch something that's like porn, like softcore or hardcore with a group of friends. And it's, um, it's awkward. So I have um, watched porn with friends. friends. It happened. um, If if these friends are. Context. Okay. So the story goes, one of our friends, actually maybe two of our friends who listen to the pod, um, we've worked together with, I won't name their names, but um, 
I, although I've never been to a strip club, I have watched pornography. And there's a, there's a, uh, (laughs) there was a woman (laughs) who had really like large breasts, but to the point of like, uh, so extreme, like so extreme. And I remember walking down the street with some work friends and I was like, oh my God, like it wasn't in a judgment. It was just like, oh my God, like literally the size of basketballs. Like they're really big. So we obviously, I was like, she must be an entertainer. And somehow in my, you know, pornography living journey outside of work, I was like, she's a porn star, uh, mentioned it to my Because you recognized her from the porn that you watched. I must have, like, it must have come up in the top, like this person, you know, and I was like, She's a Canadian porn star. That's how I recognize her. Um, And then um, I told my coworker and he was just like fascinated because he was just so fascinated that a woman who's just so like open about like, I enjoy pornography. A lot of women do. Actually, that's the statistics. Women watch porn. And so we went to a coworker's place for after work hangs. And for some reason he was talking about it and he decided to bring it up on our TV. And so it's like our friend, her husband, him, me, and I don't know if somebody else was there. And the porn was on there. She's like, oh, my God. Who was like her place. She's like, oh, my God, what are we watching? So we did watch it together, but it was almost like a joke. So it's not like it was we're ironic. sitting there. Yeah, it wasn't like with all the lights off and we're all like breathing <laughs> The blanket heavy. is moving. I know. It was like we mentioned a funny story that we could all be like, have you seen this woman? And a few people had seen her and I was like, she's a porn star. Uh, and then we brought brought her up. So okay. I did watch so, it. Okay, so that almost sounds that. like you guys gotcha. It sounds like there was maybe like passive commentary that you were making yeah, that you guys were maybe, enjoying the moment. Yeah, and maybe that was the energy for you too. Like it wasn't yeah. actually supposed to be like, let's go and get hard together, guys. <laughs> You're like, that's, oh, this might be fun. <laughs> that's exactly okay so that's the headspace that i'm trying to get into because you know with me right whenever i get awkward or i find something really like tense <laughs> i i yeah i burst into laughter my first thing yes. is to make a joke out of I everything so, so so that's what i tend to do and so i'm like i i can't i, I try to imagine the world and maybe to the performer like joking yeah Yes and no. Well, I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I would try to About control that, myself yeah. so I'm not laughing at the person who is the performer. I do respect, you know, that kind of hustle. And I think like, hey, if you enjoy that, there's a time place for that. Absolutely. I'm just trying to get into the headspace of these usually straight men that like okay. go with a group of friends, and I I I just don't understand it. I'm not judging it. I just like maybe as a straight woman, maybe you can shed some light on this, but like to go with a group of friends and to know that you're going to potentially be sexually aroused or to get sexually aroused and to have like, you know, the energy of your friends around you. I just find that a really weird mix. Like I'd like my sexual experiences to be separate, whether they're, yeah. you know, um, self in, in, indulgent, self pleasure yeah. or pleasure with I somebody think else. For women, our like sexual energy together is fun because we rarely get to feel in a position of power to sexualize somebody else. Uh Um, And I feel like it's kind of a little bit more charming. Like for some reason, women get away with it a little bit more. Whereas like with men, it feels like aggressive and creepy. And that's not a judgment. I think that's just like Uh society's way of looking at it. Like women, we get to watch the movie Magic Mike. And it's like, we're like laughing and having fun. um, Because we're like, oh my gosh, we don't get to be this way in real life whereas like the leering and the creepiness kind of is like a regular energy that women are like used to getting from men 
<laughs> so you're mm. like, I got it. It kind of feels a little like, so then we imagine if they're in those spaces, it must be even more intensified. So I imagine, yeah, it must, it must, I'm, I'm thinking and not to put that judgment, like, yeah, you know, guys go there to, to have fun, but it's almost like also with the layer of like, they know they're getting turned on. And yeah, like, I, I, because there's physical, <laughs> I feel like it's easier to tell when a man is turned on, like, even physically, sure. like, it's, you know, like, you, you get an erection. Yeah, science. Kinda, yeah, and then, like, they just get this glare, like, the, this predatory, uh, it, not that it's predatory all the time, but it's yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. you know, you know when you want something and you're, like, ready to go, it's, it's yeah. harder to manage that than I think it is for women. I think women can manage that a lot better yeah their faces the vapors they feel it they clutch their their pearls a little bit and they get a little flushy that's what i was saying like it's like almost cute that like a woman is getting turned on because we're actually not um like women you never see those stages of women's like the the spectrum of their arousal where like all we're really shown is like the extreme version of a woman turned on and you never get to see the like oh my gosh she's seeing something that she's attracted to and she's allowed to show it you know what yeah. we know she's not going to act on it right so it's like that and and then i think it is like a, a fun like place because it's like you're almost like um maybe feeling safe to share that whereas usually women we're supposed to hide our like that we're ever turned on because if mm. we <laughs> show that that puts us in a dangerous position right like no we must always be demure we must never be like women who can get turned on so i, I agree have never, it's a little bit different yeah yeah i've never thought about it that way so that's really interesting and i feel like you know um maybe it's time to embrace the wop i don't know so when this is so when this is all <laughs> over you and i are going to go to a, a mixed strip club and we're going to sit research. opposite opposite sides of the club and we're going to look yeah. at each other <laughs> Oh God, that's that sounds like a nightmare. To I want to see you reacting. Like... <laughs> oh, I see you right over there. Put it away. Put your handfuls. Those handfuls shouldn't be full. Zip. <laughs> oh, the vapors. remember last time we recorded I think we had this conversation about like are we hypocrites and I remember writing down this thought are we bad people (laughs) are we bad people and so I decided to you know look at science to define am I a bad person and so (laughs) did you take did you take our podcast to the laboratory did you have it tested I took a quiz (laughs) (laughs) and the quiz was to determine and i'm not saying you know bad equals this but i took a narcissistic personality quiz okay Okay? and the results uh are so between 12 and 15 is average celebrities usually score closer to 18 and narcissists score over 20 guess what my results were okay Yes. Okay, so these are just your results? Yeah, just me. I took my results. Okay. Because I had to take a quiz. Uh, you're asking me how much of a narcissist you are, and you want me to give yes. you a percentage. No, it's um, like it's a number. So it was like, 
over 20 is a narcissist and then average is like 12 to 15 and celebrities are around an 18. Okay. Um, I would say I'm going to put you right in the middle because you are an Aries. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my astrological research. So what, I don't know. Is, what number is that? Um, okay. So, oh, well you said anything above 20, right? So like, yeah. where, where does that spectrum end? I don't know. Okay. I'll, I'll say 10. I'll give you okay. a 10. I'm a 21. Oh my God. Holy shit. I knew it. <laughs> I'm a monster. I knew it. I'm a monster. So then I was like, so I am a bad person, but let me dig deeper. So I started to do a little bit of research on things like, you know, psychology today and all of the, like really some high level research. And they all have mm. all these articles about like signs and, and reasons to like point out like why somebody's a narcissist. Then I realized the way that they kind of determine and some of the questions that they ask, no surprise, are from a white cisgender male perspective. Uh-huh. So I'm saying that the quiz that I took is sexist, transphobic, homophobic, BIPOC, racist, everything. Because what was, the, what was one of the questions? Like, when was the last time you, you uh, lint rolled your Armani exchange blazer? I don't know. <laughs> Because here, let me give you an example of one of these like articles that were like, here's a sign. So it's sign number one. And it's, you know, coming from a place of a first person. What I want and what I have to say are all that matters when we when we talk together, when we make decisions, what you want, your concerns, your feelings. These these are mere whispers and inconveniences and irrelevancies. (laughs) When we discuss issues, my opinions are right, yours are wrong or else or else of minimal importance. If you expect to have input, you are undermining me. Here's where I say, it depends on who I'm having a conversation with. Because women, LGBT, every, like the community. Marginalized people, people. Marginalized people, BIPOC. We are not listened to. <laughs> so when I uh-huh. have conversations and when I'm making decisions, I make, you it so, I make it so clear that what I want. Like even my therapist said, you have because of my trauma from and I think that's what's missing from this comp conversation of like, ooh, signs of a narcissist is like, you don't know the trauma, you know, and maybe you can let me know what you feel about this. Is yeah, yeah. Being somebody who was told to be, you know, a woman, like quiet, don't you were anything. told to be a woman? Oh, okay. Like you're told if you're a woman or you're somebody from a marginalized group, you're told to be like quiet, invisible, or you learn to be that way. And then when you kind of grow into it and you've been like cut down so much, you're like, then I don't give a fuck anymore. Sign number two, it's all about me. I know more. I know better. I'm more interesting. When we talk, it's mostly about me in conversations. I take up the most (laughs) airtime. When I I knew your active listening was just false. (laughs) I need to have it. And I'm just like, okay, it's all about me because I know what I want to say. I know what I want to express. And I'm like... So are you just, are you in conversation with somebody and you're just waiting the whole time until you can say the thing that you want to say, regardless of like taking in what the person has just said to you? I don't think it's actually true because I feel like I do actually really listen to people, but I'm not afraid to actually strongly disagree and strongly tell them when... Oh, I know the context that you, of yeah. why I know why I know more than you, like because, like <laughs> I said, this is giving from a context of a cis white gender, probably male perspective of saying, "Oh, that's what a nar- that's what a narcissist like a narcissist narcissistic male white cisgender 
would so are you say that the answer they're key just was used to that the, I think it's just like I think it's like they're just not giving the context of like the experience of the other uh-huh. has had to push back against not being heard or listened and instead so, so are you saying that they've modeled the answer key after this like cis uh 100%. cisgender white male 100 percent. so then i'm not saying that i'm not i'm like maybe the science is correct i am a narcissist but the questions that they even had so i like referred back to the questions and it was like stuff like um I am more capable than other people versus there is a lot that I can learn from other people. Which one of those of me do you feel like in my life that I feel I'm like, no, I am more capable than other people. Because <laughs> yeah, I when definitely I step into, feel like it's I, that first one. I can't imagine I you. step into specific second. roles, I know that mm-hmm. there's the weight of like being a woman and a person of color that is always, no matter what, going to be on my, my spirit. But I know when I see, like, when I see and recognize, like, my greatness, I'm like, no, I have to, I need to push through that insecurity. And I need to be able to, like, show in my leadership position that I am more capable than other people who just, like, you know, the mediocrity of some men just decide that they're going to take up space. I'm like, no. So, like, when I put these things down, (laughs) I'm like, they're seeing me as being a man believing these things because they would rather I a love, man say there is a lot that I can learn from other people. I love that word right? mediocre. I feel like it is so um, like passive aggressive, but it's so funny when somebody brings it up in reference to somebody else. <laughs> They're mediocre. So <laughs> the, what I, so I guess to wrap things up, so the science, which we know if you've, re- if you've listened to, you know, podcasts about healthcare and mental health and the like research done behind it it's always or science like this podcast yeah it's always done from a male first perspective like studies upon studies and so those are like you said the models are created based on even like you know drugs and things like that are based on men's experiences so I thought it was an interesting thought, not really based on anything much than my quiz and then doing a bit of research and saying, this doesn't take into account the communities who are just like kind of sick and tired of people discounting us and are now like, no, you know what? I want to be heard. I actually prefer to be a leader. No, I actually know that I'm capable. Like there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's actually growth. Of course not. Yeah. So I'm like, am I, I a that, bad that person? That's a sign of maturity and, 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 and confidence. They say that people- And therapy, um, man. At- yeah yeah, uh, therapy too but also like um you know people that uh like elderly people or people who are senior like they they just fucking they lose their um inhibitions and they're just like very direct and straightforward in their opinions and that kind of reminds me of what you're talking about which is to own who you are and and um provide the answer with confidence that you believe in like if you believe you are more capable than people then fucking own it 100 percent well well mine is like 120 percent or wherever i scored on this (laughs) <laughs> so well, uh, science says i'm a bad person but then somehow i'm trying to manipulate the situation and say i'm not so perhaps <laughs> inconclusive what i my, my final thought is let's uh support healthcare research for women and bipoc and marginalized group research <laughs> would be great and then i could trust these results for now skeptical. thank you for 
littering this segment with your personality and your, your <laughs> yourself and, and then bringing it back to a good cause. And it's about me at the end of it all. <laughs> a whole segment about me. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay. So on this segment of what are you crying about? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a theme song. Um, Yeah. um, So I have a bit of a sad cry or or an empathic cry. That sounds kind of lame. It's a a sad cry. Um, So I went through this. um, I had a fender bender uh, not too long ago. Like I want to say like a month ago even. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, there was a a combination of events which led me to um like my my battery had failed as a result of that minor collision and so i needed to get my car towed so in all of that experience i i witnessed something that kind of made me that it uh is it disheartened me is is that that's a good word yeah yeah it it kind of um left me with a bit of a or hurt Sadness feeling. for humanity kind of thing. Y- yes, exactly. So basically I call this towing company that's local and I'm just like, Hey, like I, I need my car tow to, um, this specific dealership who um, services my car. So and just in setting that up, they're like, okay, yeah. Um, the, the person Benny that's responsible. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so like the dude shows up and I, you know, like uh, he gets out of his like a uh, towing uh, truck and like just on first glance, like when I when I see this him, already he looks... feels like a YouTube video that's setting me up to cry. Like I can hear the sound. You can track. hear the please music. Play, yeah. Please play music right now. I'm like, <laughs> okay. so I know what's happening. Insert here. So th- when I look at him, he actually looks and I'm going to I'm just being object as objective as possible. He looks like somebody you might see um, as a homeless person who's sitting on the street asking for change. Rough. Like. Yeah, like he is, obviously he works like a, a, as a as a tower. So uh, people who tend to work in the space of cars and, and vehicles, they tend to have like, you know, the inked out hands. God, I'm so yeah. grease. Yeah, his fingernails were always from you know, working on cars. Yeah. You know, he, he looked like somebody who wasn't maybe doing super well. He was also like smoking. So like, you know. Um, Health wise, you know, okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, not the most put together person, but whatever. I'm like, okay, you know, regardless, this person's here to help you. So like, keep your judgment to your fucking self. Um, and then, you know, like he gets out and he starts like, um, trying to troubleshoot like where, where and how he can like lift my car up so that he yep. can uh, put it on his little like towing unit. Okay. <clears throat> So, um, and he's actually really nice. He's, he's pretty sweet. And he's just like, okay, we'll do this. Let's try this. Yeah, you know, it was in an service. awkward position. Yeah. It was in an awkward position in the car. So like, it was just a matter of like trying to get the grip on it. Right. So that it can be mounted. So okay. with all that happening, I then start to see like people like he had obviously like I was in a small little like plaza parking lot and basically it was close to like a little like bank. So I was almost at the end of the plaza. So it shouldn't have been a huge bother to, to many people at all. And it was only going to take a few minutes. Like this happened over the course of a few minutes where like the second that he started to, to help me, like obviously he blocked 
a little bit of the exit to the space right. that I was parked in. And so, you know, it, it would really just was going to take a few minutes. And as soon as he started minute one, yeah, people start like complaining out of nowhere. So like, there's this car beside me and like this, this dude gets in his car and his wife is in it too. And they're like, we have to back out. Like, can you, like, what are you doing? Like, like just like arguing with him, not even with sure. me, who's the person who's requested the tour to come to tow my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like making biting remarks at him. And maybe yeah. it's partially because of the way that he looks. He looks, but he looks just, like someone you could talk down to. Exactly, exactly. Um, the the dude with his wife, he's just like, I have to go to work. And then the, the woman, the wife looks at me through the car and she's just like, you know, he, he has to go to work after this. He's like, um, we can't be late. And I'm like, well, I think everyone has stuff to fucking do, right? Like, um, yeah. you know. Life like is happening a, right now. Exactly. And like I asked the guy, I'm like, okay, you know what? These people really need to leave. Let's just, you can just pull out and like let them leave. And then we we cleared some room for for the, the man and his wife to leave and they, they left. And they just had like, you know, this like, just super like rude Worse. like no like yeah. excuse me yeah no manners no, thank and then you. like exactly and then other people that like were waiting on other people to come out of like the different shops in the plaza started pre-complaining which is like well i'm gonna have to leave in like a few minutes can you hurry up it's just like if this is like minute what? two or three i'm just trying to get this car they yeah people pre-complaining just- Pre and this is like at the end of the day, dude. This is like at eight, eight, eight thirty. Oh so people are like lying God. that they have to go to work or something. I'm like, bitch, the day's over. Like, just let's just let this thing happen. And they were just like attacking that man, not even me so much, but just him with like, can you move? Like, this is super inconvenient. And then like, yeah. And then I'm just looking at the dude. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry about this. He's like, yeah. And then he he actually like talks back to them and he's like what would you do if your car was stranded he's like this is just going to take two minutes you can't even wait two minutes for or, or for me to, to help yeah. this guy out to tow his car like he's and then they're just like well hurry up i gotta go to places i gotta do things it's like well everyone has to fucking do something yeah. and then this fucking like super asshole comes by in a sports car i don't even know why he's like trying to park at the very end of the plaza like that's yeah. super weird and suspicious and he's just like what the fuck? He's like, how long is this going to fucking take? I'm like, you've literally, you just, just drove in here. and you, yeah, you just like arrived. There's a million other parking spaces and you're, you've just started complaining. It's just like, he had his music blaring and just loudly fucking shouting at the top the, of his I'm lungs. I'm like, yeah. so what the fuck? Maxine, I know, I know the way I'm describing it is legitimately how it was. It was so frustrating. I'm like, Oh my god! I'm like, like people. The worst side of people come out, and, and they there's were like, also attracted to. You know what? Yeah. It's probably because they've maybe had their cars towed or something, or they had their own like shit happening in their lives that they're like, I need to. Remember, you're talking about emotional vampires. Yeah. yeah. The other day, it's exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. that where they're like, I have a shitty life. I have a shitty, like, you know, personality or self-esteem and I need to make somebody else take this on. Yeah. And he was my shit all over everyone. And he was the receiving, uh, he was at the receiving end of all of that. And I was just like, I feel so bad for this guy. Like he's genuinely trying to, and he keeps in his argument back to those people. He's like, think about how you would feel if you're just trying to get your car towed. He's like, this hasn't even, this hasn't even been five minutes. Just like, he's like, just give me like every time he would like reposition his car to tow me, a new person would come up and just start complaining. There was no excuse me or like, Hey, like how long do you think this is going to take? It was Mm -hmm. just the first thing that they do was just yell out something disgusting or loud or rude to this dude. And I, I just like you know like after he finished so whatever like um that we we let all these people like fucking live their life and then he just conveniently sort of like 
um, like get, gets the car going, whatever. Like we, we end up at the dealership. Um, the car has been towed. It's uh-huh. all good. And, you know, like just like as he's leaving, he's like, yeah, he, he just looks to me. He's like, yeah, he's like, sorry about that. That, you know, that happens all the time. I'm like, like, no, I'm like, don't apologize. I'm like, you know, like I, I, all like, the I'm time. like, yeah, I kind of, in my own way, I said like, no, dude, like I'm, I'm sorry that that happens to you, that you have to put up with that all the time. Right. And I was just, you don't you know, deserve I was, that kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. I had said something to that effect and it was just, it made me, so I'll just uh, maybe close this out a little bit, but like, um, yeah, it made me feel kind of hurt for the way that people, we treat people in the service industry, you know? Yes. And based on appearances, we really do judge people and just treat them really harshly. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. like who's deserving of respect and who isn't. Yeah, and it it, it really hurt hurt to see that happen. And I was just like, this. I've never seen people just get so like aggressive and frustrated so quickly over something that's literally going to be one or two minutes, and they were actually dragging out. It it really it really doesn't. It was like eight thirty at night, dude. Like, what are you rushing to? You're, you know, um, seven a.m. meeting at the that does fucking make me bank. sad. Yeah, it was. I'm like, oh my god, like all the time to have to. And deal then with you that? probably didn't know what to do with with that energy. You know what I mean? Because usually when you're mm-hmm. like something wrong is happening, I need to fix it. Like you're probably like, what the fuck do I do? Because you you were like trying to, you know, mediate stuff and i don't know yeah end up for him but you're like what's the long-term solution is there a way to change people what can i do next time and there really isn't it's just like a thing where you're like there's something shitty happening in the world and it's always going to be kind of shitty yeah have you ever watched like a treat people like shit have you ever watched a fast food um like a uh, like a cashier or somebody who works at a fast food chain get like uh talked down to or treated poorly like i i remember i had like um when i was a little bit younger i dated somebody who worked at a mcdonald's and he he had all these horror horror stories that he used to tell me where like somebody literally because they they didn't give him like um ketchup in the bag through the uh, like the fountain drink right through the windows directly back at him and it just exploded and like got him super like wet you know yeah. that that was like that's so fucking frustrating and like infuriating yeah. that like you still have to you know provide service with a smile after somebody does something shitty like no that. you don't no you don't i think that's i think that's a thing that they've um yeah. well specifically mcdonald's i don't think you don't get smiles for free <laughs> like <laughs> fuck you you're a dick no thank you yeah that oh, makes man. me really upset too right. i know like i'm constantly like you know me i'm always ready to to fight yeah to fight i'm always ready to fight so <laughs> i would have been on fire like my most aries of aries in that moment i would have like lost it i would have been on the news yeah. like that's yeah. awful. so to, to to people who are listening just be a little bit kinder to yeah. people in the service industry like Man, it is tough because you're taking shit constantly, you know? It doesn't matter if you have, like, a fancy-ass job or something where you're, you know, um, really trying yeah, to help people out. For sure. Um, and I think maybe not just even service, like, service industry. It's like, I can also see, like, maybe him in his regular life, you know, like, at the grocery yep. store, how somebody might even disrespect him there. So yep. I feel like we just shouldn't treat people a certain way just because the way they look or why we why do we think that we can speak to other people like that it's awful check yourself yeah good reminder 
All right. Hopefully that wasn't too sad of a note. Let's pick the energy back no. up. Let's pick the energy back up. I'm eating <laughs> bread again. <laughs> oh. It's a celebration. I'm eating bread again. I feel like I'm. I need to figure out a way to balance it out yeah. instead of going to extremes. Your extreme diet didn't work. Uh, oh, it totally your worked. Your yo-yo but, dieting. But now I feel like stuffing so much bread into my body, like mm. a sandwich. So I'm looking forward to it. Life is good because it's got bread in it. Yum yum yum. All right. You know, we'll also enhance your life listening to this podcast and then sharing it with your friends and family, your yes, strippers so and your, your service industry workers. That's a great idea. And narcissists. <laughs> Especially. <laughs> so like, uh, follow us on Instagram if you're not already. It's have you been crying underscore pod. Uh, and then share mm. everything with all your friends and we need new friends. Nothing yeah, and then leave us a, like, rate us on iTunes. That really helps us gain some visibility. And then leave a review. Like, write something if you feel really moved to, mm-hmm. you know? Emojis even are even if it's cool. spicy. Yeah. yeah. Spicy, spicy. I love spicy. But yeah, can't wait All to right. hear from you guys. All right. Uh, good night. Enjoy your bread. Bye-bye. Bye. I know I'm hard to love. You never get enough But then sometimes you're too much I'm down then I'm up I know I'm hard to love I know I'm hard to please I'm never happy it seems But you put my heart at ease When it's crashing like the seas I know I'm hard to please But baby if it were Baby, if it was.